I get reached out by Mafio, which mm. is a huge producer, right? He produces for Pitbull, Akon, Nicky Jam, one of the biggest producers out there, which he's here in Doral. Yeah. He ends up reaching out to me, sends me a DM. Hey, I'm interested in the transformation, just like that. And I'm like, damn, I look at his page, I'm like, the followers are crazy, his network is crazy. I'm like, this is it. Yeah. You know, like, I really got a celebrity, this is crazy. Next thing I know, next one, I get a Zoom call, Russian. Russian's another massive producer, right? Yeah, he's made stuff for Sean Paul, he's made stuff for Future, Lil Baby, he's, he's huge, right? Raul Alejandro, all these people. So he hits me up, he FaceTimes me, he's like, hey, look, I'm interested in training with you, I've heard good things about you from Mafia, this, this. Boom, I get Russian. Next thing I know, it was just like one after the other after the other. Mm. I get Yasiel Puig in here. You know, it's just like, I got Justin Jefferson. I got, it was Damn. just like one after the other, right? It keeps going, I got Phantom in here. Um, I get a WWE wrestler in here. Yeah. So it just kept going, kept climbing. And then I get the mayor in here, you know, just one after the other. And <laughs> your work just starts to speak for itself. Yep. And your service finally starts to get that recognition and people start talking and they start to, you know, recognize. My friends, welcome back to the Smoky Mirror Podcast, where we dive deep into the creative minds that are shaping our culture and inspiring us all. My name is Jordan Jones. I'm your host and fellow creator, and I'm on a mission to spread knowledge and inspiration to help people like you leave your mark on the world. From artists to musicians to entrepreneurs and more, join me as we explore the intentional act of creation and the forces that drive us to do God's work. As always, please support the podcast by liking, subscribing, commenting, and support our sponsors, the number one up-and-coming streetwear brand, www.scud.shop. And of course, for all your supplements, we have www.earthsaliva.com. Today, we're in the lab. Sir. The gym by Mac Method Fitness. He is a celebrity trainer that I met at Artlanta's little pizza party that he had a couple weeks ago. And he pulled up in a McLaren, so I was like, whoa, who is this guy? And then when he told me he was a trainer, I was like, what? <laughs> so I was really excited to, to get in touch with him, and he was gracious enough to let us record in his gym. So, Mac, I appreciate you, man. Nah, I appreciate you, man. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. I appreciate it. So let's just start off with how did you get into fitness, and then like, what inspired you to be a celebrity trainer? Uh, I mean, what got me into fitness? I've always been an athlete, so I've always been into fitness You know, growing up. Um, my parents just had me and my brothers in sports at all times. So fitness is part of athletics. Mm -hmm. um, as far as wanting to be a celebrity trainer, that just happened on its own. Mm. It wasn't something that I had as a goal. Mm -hmm. You know, um, What I had as a goal was to just be able to have fitness as a career in general. Mm -hmm. um, being able to train celebrities, that's just a blessing that came through the journey. Sure. You know, so, uh, so yeah, man, I mean, basically how it all started that's why we're here right right so i can tell you how it started basically so the beginning of mac method um i was basically looking for a job to pay my bills at the time okay right? i was 22 years old i was in school i was in college at the time and i wanted something that i could still study i could still do my schoolwork, you know focus on my priority mm -hmm. um but yet still pay my bills right mm -hmm. so i had to pay my bills here and there um so i applied started looking online for different uh you know different jobs where maybe like front desk positions, things that were more lax where I had time to do my schoolwork. And, uh, and I found a front desk position at an all-female gym, which is, nice. here in, which is here in Durrell, which okay. is my home now, which is how I know it was meant to be, right? Yeah. So uh, I applied for the position. I went in for an interview. Uh, interview went great. You know, everything went great, went smooth. Next day, I get a phone call from the owner of the, of the facility, and he tells me, hey, look, you, you did great, but we filled the slot already. 
um, we much rather have you as a trainer. Mm. And in my mind, I was like, man, I don't have the patience for this. You know, <laughs> I don't want to train other people. Yeah. I like working out on my own, but I don't want to train other people. He goes, hey, look, what if I give you a, a, a more like a higher pay? Right. And I'm like, how much more are we talking? He's like, instead of $9, I'll pay you $10. And at that time, <laughs> I'm 22, you know, $10 is, is a good amount. You yeah. know, I'm like, all right, let's do it, right? So uh, I have nothing to know. I, I know nothing about training. I don't have a license. I don't have a certification. I don't have anything. Mm. And I tell him this, and he tells me, hey, look, as long as you don't say anything, I won't say anything. <laughs> so that's the type of, that's the type of gym that. we're at, right? Yeah, okay. It's your typical Miami thing. Um, so I, I come in, you know, workouts written down, nothing in the top of my head. I come in, I start training. It's like five or six girls in a group, mm -hmm. um, you know, and, and at first you're kind of you're feeling it out. You know, you're nervous. You don't really know what the vibe is, um, but it goes great, though. It goes great. Have a great first class. I started doing that and probably for about the first month or two, I was just coming in there with workouts written down. Mm -hmm. Like I would write them down on a piece of paper. Uh, then I started writing them on my notes and I would just refer back to my phone every time I wanted to switch the workout up. I would say by month month three, month four, it goes from five, six girls to 25, 30 girls in a class. Wow. Starts getting packed, right? So he's telling me I'm doing a great job. You know, the streets are talking. I want to say they must have been telling their friends. Yeah, like, yeah, Yo, yeah. Like you know, everybody's talking. At this point, I had only used my Instagram for like personal things. It wasn't for business, mm -hmm. right? So I wasn't even pushing anything. It was all word of mouth, organic. Um, and classes are getting so big. Now classes are in the parking lot instead of in the actual warehouse because classes are so big at this point. So things are going great. Um, at this point, I'm done writing my workouts down. It becomes second nature to me and it's like, you know, comfortable. Mm -hmm. uh, so after that, you know, people start finding out, hey, I'm a trainer, I'm training people, I'm doing these classes. And a couple of my friends were working in different gyms, you know, like an LA fitness type of, yeah. uh, type of space. And one of my friends says, yo, what are they paying you over there? Because, you know, I'm getting like 13 an hour. And that's where I kind of, I kind of stopped and I'm like, what do you mean 13 an hour? He's like, yeah, bro, and I don't do anything. They provide me the clients. <laughs> Sometimes I don't even have a client. I'm just sitting there at the desk, you know, getting 13 an hour. And I'm like, man, this guy's getting 13 an hour. He doesn't have a license either. He doesn't, I'm about to get a degree in exercise science and this guy's not even going to school, nothing. So I'm like, this is crazy. Let me talk to the owner. Mm -hmm. So I go to talk to the owner. Owner tells me, hey, look, you know, the best I can do for you. Or he, he tells me before he even tells me that, he goes, hey, look, Right now we're in the middle of an expansion, so it's kind of tough for me to give you more. And now I'm thinking, why are you in the middle of an expansion? Because I'm Cause making business the grow. Yeah. You know, I'm making his business take off, right? So now I'm even more upset. I'm like, this guy really said he can't pay me because his business is growing because of me, and he's looking to get a bigger space. So I'm like, you know what, man? I'm just going to start looking for something else. Mm -hmm. So I start looking online, see if I can find another job here and there, and I can't find anything, right? So I'm like, at this point, I'm just about to quit. I'm like, man, this guy doesn't want to give me a pay raise. He doesn't respect me. He doesn't value me. I was closing the gym, cleaning up the gym, opening the gym. I was doing everything. At this mm. point, I'm running the, the, the whole place, you know. Um, and it's crazy, man. I'm, I'm a firm believer that everything happens for a reason. And I think God made it happen in this way so that I can get to where I'm at right now. Mm. I'm about to quit. And a couple of days later, it's an all-female facility. A guy shows up. He's like, hey, I'm going to jump into the class. I'm like, look, brother, you can't. You know, this is an all-female gym. You can't do it. He's like, I spoke to the owner. He told me I can join this class. I said, all right, cool. If the owner said cool, then you're good, you know. Um, his sister is one of, the, one of the members of the gym. Mm. So we finished the whole session. After the session, he comes up to me, and he's like, bro, I had such a great workout. 
I would want to train one-on-one with you. You know, mm. do you offer one-on-one? In my head, I'm like, I've never trained somebody one-on-one. I don't know what I'm going to offer this guy. I don't know what I'm going to do, right? But then the other side of me was like, I'm a hustler. You know, I got to pay bills. I got things that, that need to be done, that need to be covered, right? right. So I'm like, I'm going to make it happen. So I tell him, hey, I can't talk to you here, but I'm going to text you, you know, my location and, and how we're going to work this out. So I text him my parents' address, right? <laughs> that's, where, that's where I'm living at the time. Yeah. My parents had a garage. They had a couple of rusty dumbbells, some bands. And I'm like, you know what? What's the worst that could happen? He doesn't like it and he leaves. I got the first month, you know, paid for. It is what it is, right? right. At this time, I have no idea what personal training is going for. I don't know, like, what to charge. But I'm like, you know what? 200 bucks is 200 bucks. Mm-hmm. So I tell him, I'll charge you 200 bucks for the month. We'll do five days a week. Um, and don't even worry about how long the sessions are. We're going to get the workouts in, right? I'm doing probably two-hour sessions, right? Five days a week. When you do the math, I mean, that's not 20 sessions. That's like 40 sessions a month because yeah. of two hours. Two hours do. is a long So workout. what is 200 $200 divided by 40, that's $5, right? <laughs> so we're talking $5, right? We're talking $5, no AC, sweating in the garage, you know, just grinding it out. Um, but this is what happens when I did that. He got an amazing result. He transformed completely. Two months down the line, three months down the line, his sister now sees that. She says, I want to do what you're doing. He mm. goes, look, I'm training with Mac. At the time, actually, I wasn't even known as Mac. I was known as Mark at that time, mm-hmm. right? It was before Mac method. So mm. I, was, I was bodies by Mark. Mm-hmm. That's what it was called, right? So um, he tells his sister, shout out to Joel, first client ever. So he tells his sister, Brittany, um, and she starts training with me, right? At this point, I said, all right, $300 for the two of you, okay? <laughs> 300 for the two of you, right? So now it comes out to like, what, 250 a session, right? 250 a session, something like that. Like, you won't even get that at the flea market. Literally. Um, So they end up training with me. She gets amazing results. She's still going to the group classes. This this whole time, I'm still training at that facility. So I'm doing this, you know, hidden. I'm doing this without him finding out, without Mm -hmm. him knowing. Um, So all the girls are seeing her now. They're like, man, you look great. What are you doing? All right, I can't tell you here, but I'll tell you after. (laughs) Sends them all a text. Hey, look, I'm training over at Mark's place in his parents' garage, yada, yada. Next thing I know, we fast forward like two months. I have like 30 girls coming in and out of my garage, right? <laughs> fast forward another two months later. He still doesn't know what's going on. Fast forward another two months later, um, he ends up basically shutting down. Really? Like going bankrupt. Mm. Yeah, because, I mean, all the girls ended up coming over to, to my parents' garage, you know, mm-hmm. to the, the first lab, right? So um, I want to say I started in March. Now we're going into about August. So we're about five months into this, right? Five, six months into this. My parents at this point are fed up. They're like, we've had it. You know, you've, we, you've taken over all our privacy. We got <laughs> girls in the driveway all the time. We got, it's always packed. I can't even come out here and get my laundry. Like, it's crazy, right? Um, the laundry room was in the gym. So they're like, you, you need to find a place, right? And I'm like, give me some time. You know, I got to see where I can find a place. So I started looking around. And it's like, yeah, I got 20-something, 30 girls, but I'm charging $5, $10 an hour at this point. It's like, still not a lot of money, yeah. you know? So I'm like, I can't afford a facility. I can't afford a warehouse. There's no way. So I have no idea how I'm going to make this work. At this point, my parents are like, hey, you got to get a real job. Like, this is obviously not a real job. You got no 401k. You got no insurance. This is not stable. It's good today, but it might not be good tomorrow. And at the time, man, like, I was livid, you know, because I was like, man, you don't believe in me. You don't want me to, you don't want me to 
make a career out of my passion. But I understand now looking back, like this wasn't something that was stable. You know, it wasn't something that people were doing yet. People were not entrepreneur in the, in the fitness field or at least in the personal training field, right? You normally worked for a gym, right? you know? So I get it, I get it. It was something that was new. It was something that wasn't done yet. So I understand and they wanted the best for me. So, you know, safety was the best for them at that time. Best for me. Um, so out of nowhere, I get, one of my friends, he reaches out to me and, and I get a text and he says, hey, there's this, I know you're a trainer now, there's this gym opening up that they're doing subleases where if you pay, I think it was like 400 bucks a month, you get a key. You mm. can bring your clients. The only thing is your clients got to pay the membership. Mm -hmm. I was like, all right, cool. You know what? This is what I needed. I told all my clients, we end up going over to that gym. This gym was called Iron Flex. Um, I end up going over there, I want to say in September. It's like September, October, I end up moving in there. I remember because it didn't last too long. So I'm in there, I'm like, man, finally, I got something consistent. I got something stable I can really build in here, mm -hmm. you know? So especially, bro, when you're 23 years old, you're like, this is it. Yeah. You know, I'm going to make a career here. I'm going to stay here. I'm already thinking I'm going to be here five years, six years, right? December comes, they're like, hey, we're no longer going to keep the gym up and running. We're going to close the gym. I'm like, no way. They're like, yeah, we're not making enough to meet the lease. We're going to close the gym. Mm -hmm. Bro, I had just, I was so confident at 23 years old, thinking that this was going to be stable. I had taken out an apartment underneath my name. I had bought a dog. I had <laughs> changed my car. I had like, that's how much I believed in this, right? Yeah. That I went and, and took those risks, okay? Um, so they end up closing down, right? And in the middle of them, like, saying that they're going to close, they tell us, like, hey, we're going to only be open for, like, another month or two. It's Christmas time now. Couldn't get any worse. It's Christmas time. A lot of my clients are like, hey, I'm going on vacation for Christmas. I'm buying Christmas gifts. I can no longer train, right? Mm. So I lose like 12 to 13 clients. At this point, I think I had like 14 clients left and I'm not charging much, right? I'm still not charging much. Um, so I'm like making ends meet. I could barely even pay my, my rent, you know? And I remember at the time, me and my girl were arguing, okay, are we gonna go back to your parents or are we gonna go back to my parents? Damn. Like, that's how serious I was about moving back in because it was, it was getting rough, yeah. you know, it was getting really rough. Um, and something just clicked in my mind that was like, by any means, I got to make this happen, right? And I think that pressure forces you to create, you know, it, it just forces you to create uh, different, different ideas and it forces you to become more ambitious. And mm -hmm. it, it's like an inspiration that you get out of nowhere, right? And um, basically, it forces you to become an entrepreneur. Yep. And I think what people don't understand is an entrepreneur is somebody who can make something out of nothing. Right. So um, I go, you know what, I'm going to I'm going to start offering something to my clients. So I remember telling and this is something that I tell a lot of my students now. I started telling my clients, hey, look, for every person that you bring me, I'm going to give you half your month off. Right. And then I would tell those new clients that will come in every time you bring me two people, I'll give you a full month off. And I started doing that. Right. Yeah. And little by little, you know, it was a New Year's resolution. It was a New Year's wave. It was like January where I just started piling up. Right. And I was making nothing. But I remember, this is the craziest part, I was training so many clients, working so many hours, it had to be like somewhere between 65 and 70 hours a week. Mm. This is in person, right? That I was working so much, the transformations were just piling up. I didn't even realize, you know, I would take the starting pictures and then I would take pictures every month. Next thing I know, three, four months in, I got 15, 16 transformation photos. I'm like, damn, this is crazy. I start posting these photos, people start talking, I start getting referrals left and right. I'm like, I can really bump my rates up now. Mm -hmm. Start bumping up my rates. You know, I start getting some, some breathing room back. I'm like, damn, now I can pay my bills. 
I can get back to going to Chili's two for 20. <laughs> there girl. we go. You know, like I can kind of get my space back, right? And um, so gym ends up closing and I'm like, damn. I'm like, just when I thought I was able to breathe again. I'm like, the gym is closing for real. Like I thought, he told me they were going to be open two more months. They made it to like three months. They spread it out. I was like, maybe they're going to, and, and other trainers, you know, everybody's desperate at that time. There's like four or five other trainers there. They're desperate. So they're thinking, oh, maybe it's going to stay open. So there was rumors that, oh, he might be able to make the lease and we might be able to stay longer. Right. Ended up not happening. Ended up closing. Um, they got bought out by an orange theory. Mm. And um, crazy enough, man, a couple weeks later, the same guy, shout out to Jeff, hits me up and tells me, hey, look, um, there's another gym that just opened up with the same concept. Right. He's the one who told you about the first one. He's the one that told me about the first one. Wow. Right. Which, uh, and he owns his own gym now too, okay. right? So this pressure kind of built us, yeah. you know? Because um, at that time, this didn't exist. Like, facilities owned by an entrepreneur wasn't really a thing, you mm -hmm. know? And if it was, social media wasn't really pushing that. Right. So I end up going to this other gym about five minutes away, and I end up training out of that gym now for about, I want to say, a year and a half, more or less, right? But at this point, like I said, I, was, I, was, I had my apartment, right? So I was living in my apartment. And eventually I started to notice this gym had this thing where if you um, had transformation of the month, right, your client, they will give you the month free, mm. right? And I kept getting transformation of the month, transformation of the month. Trans I kept getting it. So they would keep giving me free months. The owner started to kind of see that. And he was like, you know what? He's got so many clients coming in, right? And they could see by the, the scan bar how many clients you got coming in. I knew he started raising the price on me. So other trainers were still paying four or five hundred. I'm at seven hundred dollars now. Damn. Every month it was like, hey, it's four fifty. Hey, it's five fifty. Hey, it's seven hundred. And I'm like, bro, it's gonna end up being like two bands, you know, in the <laughs> next six months. Like for this, I open my own gym. Right. So at this point, I started to notice that, and I started to notice the gym was getting empty, and it was just me at that point with clients. Right. I noticed I was in there the most. Mm -hmm. Um, and eventually I'm like, you know what? My gym in my building is a solid gym. It was like a two-story gym, modern, brand new. I'm like, why don't I start bringing clients in here? So I started trying oh. it out. I started bringing clients in the morning. Did that for a couple months. Then I go, you know what? Let me start bringing clients in the evening. Start bringing clients in the evening. About six months later, I go, you know what? I'm going to make the move. I'm going to bring all my clients over here. And my clients, I was getting feedback. They're like, hey, it's nicer here. It's mm. in private here. It's mm -hmm. quiet here. And one thing that also taught me was that privacy had a value to it, right? So I was like, damn, people love the private factor, you know? Mm. They, they, they enjoy it a lot more, you know? It becomes more of an experience than a training session. So I'm like, okay, cool. Started training there. I'm training there now about a year. I'm in there about a year in my apartment building gym. And I get an email from the association. The association sends me an email. And they're like, hey, we've heard you're running in a, in a legal business, you know? <laughs> You have to stop tomorrow. That's right? crazy. They call it illegal business. Like you're illegal out there business. trapping. Yes, man. Yes. At that time, I was feeling the same way. I'm like, I don't understand what I'm doing wrong. Like I'm making people get into better shape. You know, I'm giving right. people better health. Right. But I was like, all right, you know, cool. It is what it is. But I'm going to call. I'm going to call your bluff and I'm going to keep training in here. Right. <laughs> so they sent me that email. I keep blaming. I, I keep, you know, training people. And um, even my girl, she was like, bro, she's like, you, we need to get out of here. You know, you're playing with fire. You can't keep doing this. And I'm like, I ain't gonna do anything about it. I'm not trapping. I'm not doing anything really illegal. I'm training. And I already, at this point, I told my clients, like, hey, look, if anything does happen where, you know, the police come in or anything comes, comes in, you don't know me. Like, we don't know each other. <laughs> I'm not charging you a dollar. We're friends, all right? So, and my clients were cool with me. I had known them for a while, mm -hmm. right? 
So they're like, we got you, you know, cool, we'll, we'll do it, you know. Um, and uh, sure enough, man, like a month later, a cop walks in and the cop walks in and he's like, hey, are you, uh, are you Mark? And I'm like, yeah. He's like, we got a call that you're running an illegal business in here. You got to stop right now. I'm like, bro, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, these are my friends. Like, we're just working out together. Like, look, you're not going to play dumb with us. We've been watching footage. They <laughs> sent it to us. We see you bringing multiple people in and out 10 hours a day. You're in here four hours in the morning, six hours at night. Bro, you don't have that many friends that you're working out with. All right. And then I was just like, bro, I, I can't even lie to this guy. Right. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, cool. I'm like, all right, this will be the last time. So at this point, um, one of my clients was a realtor. I'm like, hey, look, I need to find a property ASAP. Right. I need to find a property ASAP with a two car garage so I can do what I was doing in my parents' place but do it, you know, in my own, mm -hmm. right? I got to do this. Because um, at that point, yes, um, my income was better than when I started, definitely, but it still wasn't to the point where I could have my apartment and have a facility. Mm -hmm. like, and, you know, the reality, the reality of it is, it was like, I didn't really want to take that risk yet, right? Yeah. Part of me was just like, it's only been a year. It's only been two years that I've been doing this, you know? Yes, it's been going well, but how well can it keep going? So I'm like, let me get a house, um, that way, you know, I have my place I'm living in, but I can also run my business there. Mm -hmm. So she ends up finding me a place within a month like this nice. quick, finds me a place. It's turnkey, ready to go. I'm like, look, the most important thing is that I can go in there ASAP, right? I need to keep my business flowing. I can't pause my business. So we find the place, um, find the place. The place ends up being way out of my budget, mm -hmm. but I'm like, I'm going to make this happen some way, right? For two months straight, I did not go out. We did not buy a single thing. We were eating tuna cans. We were literally, whatever we had, we were going to our parents' house to eat food. Like, I was not spending money on anything. I was just saving, stacking up. Oh, and I forgot to mention, at this time, I had opened up a meal company as well mm. for my clients. So me and my girl, we were handling the meal company. She was cooking, we would plate the meals, and then I would deliver the meals in between. First thing in the morning, I would deliver these meals to my clients, right? Um, this is before we, we got a driver, ended up expanding. We had a, another chef. We had two chefs at the time. Um, so I'm doing all this too. I'm juggling all this while training my clients. So I'm not sleeping. Like yeah. sleep at that point was not a priority. I didn't need sleep. I didn't care for sleep. It is what it is. Um, so I was just grinding, grinding, grinding. I got enough to put down on the, on the property. So, and it was hard because when you're self-employed, you know, I had never filed taxes either, right? Mm. I'm 24 years old, never filed taxes. Um, and I find out, you know, hey, you got to pay these amount of taxes in order to qualify for this loan. Damn. So, bro, that hit me hard. You know, imagine you're saving all this money, right? <laughs> and then they go, hey, we need half of it for taxes before you can even touch the house. Damn. And I'm like, no way. I'm like, you know what, bro? Maybe this is not for me. You start doubting yourself. You're like, how am I going to get this done? But I just put my head down. I kept grinding, kept grinding, kept grinding, kept grinding. Got it done, whatever. Um, end up getting the house, right? And then I have to take out a loan. I take out, which this is something I also tell my students, until you're willing to invest in yourself on E, on negative, right? You don't want this bad enough. Right. So not only did I just buy the house, but then I take out a loan, you know, on my name. So now I was like, I got the house loan. I got to take out a personal loan. And personal loans are not the same as a business loan. The interest rate is, is insane. I think I had like 10%, 11%, yeah. you know? So right. it's, it, gets, it gets, you know, it gets heavy at one point. Um, so I take out that loan. I build out the two car garage into a gym. So that loan was for the like, equipment, for the equipment, for the equipment and the build out because I built the whole gym out. Um, I raised the ceiling. I mm. put, I had it built with, uh, I had them construct, um, what do you call it? Um, 
they put AC in it. It was, uh, I forgot what it's called, but the AC connects to the actual like electricity. So it was like a legitimate, a legitimately AC like um, gym, you know? Mm -hmm. So we build it out. We even had to build the door. So we, they break the wall down, build the door so my clients can come in and out side of my house. Yeah. You know, I wanted to make it legit, yeah. right? And it, it almost looked something like this, but obviously it was only like 300 square feet. Smaller, so yeah, it was tiny, right. which I'll show you pictures of that too. So my clients loved it. It was private. It was nice. And it may not have been the biggest, but it was quality. You know, it was quality. It had everything you needed. And it was just, you know, it was just private. You know, it was a good, uh, good place to train. Mm -hmm. So I trained out of there, I want to say a year, a little bit more than a year. And it was crazy because COVID had hit. 2020. Mm. I bought my house in 2019, right? Mm -hmm. I bought my house in August of 2019. COVID comes around, I think like February of 2020. That's when people start talking about COVID. Mm -hmm. And I'm here thinking, damn, COVID's going to hit right when I buy my house. This could get scary. You know, like I might have to go through more adversity now, even worse, because now I got these bills. I got, you know, just a lot more over my head. So I'm like, oh man, I'm like, what's going to happen now? opposite ends up happening my business ends up booming mm. you know like my business was gradually increasing but it like 3x like within two months why because all the gyms were closed except for mine why because mine wasn't necessarily a gym right you know so now all my clients are telling all their friends that go to gyms hey look don't tell anybody but max got a gym in his house it's literally a gym hit him up maybe you can come through business starts booming right business starts booming to the point where I tell my girl, hey, look, if you don't want to cook anymore, you're going to be a trainer. You're going to be a trainer and take all these clients that I can't, that I can't take, right? She starts taking clients. Bro, and when I tell you from 5 in the morning until 10 o'clock at night, that place is running like a factory. Damn. It's like people coming in, people coming out, people coming in. It got so busy that our clients coming in and out of the driveway were causing traffic. They were backing up <laughs> traffic on the street because of how many people, right? So... It, it, bro, it was, a, it was a hit. Like, it was amazing, you know, and people loved it. And I think, and to this day, some of the clients that have stuck around or clients that, you know, I still keep in touch with, they say, like, those days were the best, mm. you know, because it was an experience that you'll never get anywhere. Right. It was just so intimate, so private, you know, it was dope. And so then, you know, with COVID happening, with COVID happening, you know, the, the, the houses were going up, everything was going up, and I'm thinking, damn, maybe we should sell the house, you know, mm -hmm. maybe we should sell it. And... In the midst of all this, right? In the midst of all this, I get reached out to by DBC. This is a gym. This is probably like one of the most renowned gyms in the country, mm -hmm. right? LeBron James has trained there. Dwayne Wade has trained there. Um, some of the biggest names have trained there, right? A bunch of Dolphins players have trained there. And the crazy part is one of my dreams was to train in that gym when I was in college. I remember showing, right? I remember showing... Um, one of my classmates, when we were in class one time, DBC, and I show him the picture and I go, hey, if I can get here, I made it. Dope. Like, that's it. If I can get here, I made it, right? <laughs> and this is like four or five years before this, right? And I get reached out to by David. David's the owner of the gym. And he tells me, hey, look, you know, I think you'll be a good fit. Uh, I'd like for you to come into an interview. Well, he tells me first, can we jump on a call? We'll do an over-the-phone interview. If I feel like you're the right fit, I'll bring you in for an in-person interview. And I'm like, you know, I'm static at this point. I'm yeah. like, absolutely. I jump on the call, you know, it goes great. And then I end up coming in, I think the next day or two days later, I end up coming in to interview at DBC. Mind you, this is all surreal to me. I've never seen the facility in person and it's just crazy. I pull up, interview goes great. Um, you know, I, I end up uh, signing the contracts and 
basically how it worked was they gave me two months to basically fill out the space. After two months, you have to start paying a lease for the key, just how the other gyms I was paying. But think about it. You're now paying a lease at a place that's in the design district, high ends, as high as it gets, Price is a little bit more, yeah. you know. Price is a little bit more. It's it's a different it's a different ball game now. The pressure is different, right? So I'm like, man, that's a lot, you know. It's a lot, especially at that time. I just took on the house, the loan, you know. Um, so I'm I'm in there about two months now. Um, I love the place. Great experience. Learned a lot, especially on the structure of a business, especially on the level of professionalism that they had, which kind of separates them as well from everybody in the fitness industry. Um, but it's crazy how, how it went was I was juggling Mac Method and DBC. And he even mentioned that, that he's like, you're struggling to kind of, to kind of come into DBC because you have such a bond with Mac Method. Mm -hmm. And it was hard for me at that time because imagine I built this brand from nothing to where it's at. And, you know, I had my clients that I had tons of love for. I had supporters. I had people that had seen the whole thing. So it was kind of like my loyalty was going to reside here no matter what. Right. I can't just go to DBC and drop everything that I had. I can't do that. Um, and finally, you know, the two month mark is approaching and I just don't feel like it's the right fit, you mm. know, and I want to stay there. And also the dream I had of, you know, training these celebrities and having these NFL athletes and NBA athletes and all that, it was just starting to kind of go away because like I've been here two months and like, I don't want to sound like I was entitled, like I was expecting to get those clients, but part of what I was told was, hey, you're gonna be given some clients and you're gonna be able to train this caliber of client. And like, I hadn't got that yet. Yeah. So I'm not gonna sacrifice everything I know and everything I've built until there's actually something put in front of me, mm -hmm. you know? So we discussed, I told him, hey, look, this is what I'm going through. I think I need to stick with what I know, what I've built. And he completely understand. He's like, look, I know you came in here with, basically you came in here with the wife and this was your girlfriend. You know, like <laughs> it wasn't gonna work. You were already loyal to this. Yeah. It wasn't gonna happen. Um, but funny enough, that experience needed to happen because this is where it gets good. So I had, when David had posted me on his page, obviously I got a lot of exposure, right? And he's a very respected person in the fitness industry. So of course, what he posts on his page, what he posts on his page, people are going to respect, people are going to, you know, have interest because of the fact that it's David, right? It's him. So one of the guys that followed him, he reaches out to me and he goes, hey, look, um, you know, I'm, I, I'd be interested in training with you. I'd be interested in getting a session in with you. You know, I've seen you on David's page. I saw your content and I, I want to start training with you. And I go, all right, let's do it. Look, I'm no longer at DBC. I'm now in my own facility. But if you'd like, I'll send you the address. If it's something you feel comfortable driving to, we can do something. So I go ahead. I... Um, I send him the address, he comes over, he comes through, comes into my garage, you know, obviously nobody expects it to be a house, right? Pulls up to the house, he's like, hey, I'm here, but it's a house. That was, the, that was like the norm. Everybody was like, hey, I'm here, but it's a house. And it was like, yes, you're in the right place. This is it. He walks in and everybody's reaction is always the same one. They walk in and they're like, this is insane. You know, they're like mind blown. Yeah, because you built it all out. Yeah, wait, wait until you see it. I decked it out, right? It was literally like this, floors and all, you know, just smaller. So he comes in, I end up training him, training him for, I want to say six months now, right? His results are amazing. His experience is amazing. He loves it. And one day he tells me, hey, I have a question for you. Why don't you open your own facility? You know, something like a DBC type of facility. Why don't you do that? And I go, look, to be honest with you, 
I got bills up to here. You know, I just bought the house. I'm still paying off this loan. You know, I don't have the capital. And then he goes, all right, so what would be required in order to build something like that? And I go, man, honestly, I don't know. I'd have to do the research, right? So I go, I'd have to put everything in a cart, see what the equipment comes out to, see what space comes out to, whatever. He goes, do me a favor. Find out how much everything comes out to and reach back out to me. So I'm like, why does this guy care so much? Yeah. You know, why does he want to know? I go, start crunching numbers. I go on different gym, gym equipment sites, um, start getting an idea. And I'm like, okay, it comes out to like 60 grand for everything I need, right? I come back the next day, I see him at a session, and I tell him, hey, look, it's going to be around 60 grand, 65 grand for everything. He goes, perfect. How, much, how many training packages would you have to cover me for um, in order for, for me to pay for all that? And I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, bro, I believe in you. He's like, I want to see you win. He's like, I want to see you win. Um, you let me know what it comes out to, and you train me for X amount of time. And I'm like, nah, I don't believe this. I'm like, nah, I don't. <laughs> that sounds too good to be it true. It sounds too good to be true, right? I tell my girl, she's like, nah, I don't believe it. Like, don't buy into that. <laughs> but part of me wanted that dream so bad that I was like, I'm going to do it. Yeah. You know, like taking risks is what got me here in the first place. So why not? You know, it's time for the next risk. It's time for the next. And for me, taking those risks, I think, is what keeps me going and what has allowed me to continue growing. Because mm -hmm. it's like, life is too short. You know, like, I got to take that risk. I'm not going to do it in my second life. You know, when is it going to happen? So I go, you know what? Let's do it. So I get somebody, my realtor, start looking for, uh, for a gym, right? Starts looking around. I saw like four or five places before I found this space. I had put in offers. I had tried negotiating, but none of them would hit, right? I guess it just wasn't in God's plan for me. I find this place and I'm like, this is it. Like, I, I was in love, you know? I was yeah. like, I don't even want to negotiate. I don't want to try to, <laughs> to haggle the price. I tell the realtor, I'm like, don't haggle. Like, tell them we want it. You just know, give them what them, they want. Give, give them what they want. <laughs> Don't try to haggle, and I want the max amount of years. I want the biggest contract, the longest contract that we can sign. So he's like, okay, I'm going to go ahead and see what's the longest we can do it for, this, this, and this. So he tells me, look, we can do, I think it was a, it was a three-year three lease with a three-year option. I'm like, whatever the longest, let's do it. I don't want to negotiate. I don't want to argue. I don't want to sign it. Um, end up meeting with the landlord. Everything goes great. Sign, whatever, right? I reach out to my client. All right. Hey, Jader. His name was Jader. He was just my client. I go, hey, Jader, uh, just want to let you know, bro, I signed on it. They want first month and last month. I'm going to cover that. But just want you to know, like, it's done deal. Signed. Right. He's like, perfect, perfect. I'll go ahead and I'll wire you over half the money now for the gym equipment. Right. So about two, three days pass by. I haven't got a wire. <laughs> no wire. I'm like, all right. You know, I don't want to come off as that guy, like, chasing you. Where's the money? Where's, where's what you promised me? Whatever, I'll see you at training, right? Next week comes, I don't see him at training. Oh, he, shit. He doesn't show up to the session. I'm like, this guy didn't show up to the session? That's weird as hell. He's never missed a session before. Yeah. All right, cool. So I text him, yo, everything okay? You coming through? No answer, nothing. Oh, shit. I wait a few hours. Hey, bro, are you coming in tomorrow? Like, let me know. No answer. Misses like two sessions back to back. At this point, I'm like, let me call this guy. I call him two, three times, no answer. <laughs> at this oh, point bro I just put my head down and I'm like fuck yup it happens it really happens I go I tell my girl I'm like hey um, this guy's not answering the phone and she's like I told you I told you like, I told you not to do this I told you it sounded too good to be true you never listen you never listen <laughs> blah 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 and I'm like fuck bro I cannot believe this right now <laughs> so I'm like 
you know what? I got no choice. I already signed on the lease. It is what it is. So I got no choice. You know, it is what it is. I'm like, I got to figure this out. So I got a box in here, empty box. You know, there's no gym equipment, no nothing. It's literally just a box. Yeah. I'm like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to sell my house. I'm going to sell my house. The market is nice right now. I'm hearing everybody talk about how because of COVID, houses are going for sale. You know, houses are going up. I'm going to sell my house. End up selling the house, using some of that money to, you know, outfit the gym. And people ask to this day, why didn't I have like a grand opening when I opened this? Because there was nothing in here. I couldn't have a grand <laughs> opening, you know? Instead of people building out a gym, you know, whatever, in a month or two months and then having a grand opening, I had to do this over a span of like a year. Like piece you know? by piece. Piece by piece, right. Which made it that much more valuable because it was like everything in here was earned, you know? So I put in here what I could at the time. And that's why if you, if you go down to my page and you look at my post, it looks like some people ask, like, was that the same location? Was that the same place? Because I had it up and running for so long with just the minimum, mm -hmm. you know, and bro, so there was never art. There was no painting. There was um, there was like no turf. There was the turf was green after we, we got the turf. It was finally green and we switched it. We didn't have this. We, there was a bunch of things that we didn't have in here. So it looked so different. People couldn't believe it was the same space. Mm. But it was over time as the brand grew, the gym grew and everything just went up in quality. Everything went up in value. So. Yeah, man, I ended up doing it all by myself, you know, and the guy reaches out to me, actually, reaches out to me like a year later. He's like, hey, what's going on, man? Just want to let you know, you know, I had some, some personal things going on, some personal issues, so I'm so sorry, bro, that I had to kind of just, you know, bail. Um, it was a lot of things I was going through, but I'm glad to see you're doing good. I follow you on Instagram. I'm glad to see <laughs> And most people will probably be like, yo, go fuck yourself, right? Yeah. Like, block them, not ever talk to them again, <laughs> block, yeah. or, or worse, you know? But me, how I saw it was, hey, thank you, honestly, because if it wasn't for that push, I would have never moved forward. I would have mm. never done this, you know, and taken this risk. Mm -hmm. And guess what? At the end of the day, it built me up even more. And, um, and it allowed me to, to have that pressure to where it's like, I know I can do this now. You yeah. know, if I got through that, that pressure, if I was able to, to surpass that, it showed me like, okay, I can achieve anything. I love know? that story because it's like you felt you, you took that step thinking you had that security. Correct. And that was the only reason you did it. But really, you could have done that before. Yeah. That's yeah. crazy. When you look at it that way, it's like he didn't do anything. He didn't, he didn't do anything for me. He didn't do anything for so you. So it's like I did it on my own. Why didn't I do it earlier? Yeah. You know, sometimes it takes that type of situa that situation or that type of scenario in order for you to, to take that leap, mm -hmm. you know. So, yeah, man, I ended up opening this space. And little by little, you know, um, things got better in here. And... Clientele kept growing and growing and growing until the point where, I mean, now we got four trainers. We got two locations. We opened up the second location. On um, the beginning of this year, we opened up the second location. And now the celebrity part, that's the part that Wait, really, pause before, before we get to the yeah. celebrities. I'm just wondering, like, what was it that got people to just keep coming back? Like, what was it that was different about what you were doing that other people weren't? I think it was the service and the experience, you know, mm -hmm. aside from obviously it works, the yeah. proof of work, you know, people were getting results and, and all that. But remember, people can get results and then just bounce. Yeah. They, they get results and they're gone, you know. Um, but I have clients going on six years, seven years still in here. You know, the majority of our clients do a year to two to three, mm -hmm. you know. So I think it was really the, the experience that people get when they come in here, the time, you know, the, the how, how well they you feel when they're in here and, and it's just like, it's just the vibe, it's the energy, mm -hmm. you know? People feel like it's a culture. Um, every client in here is 
when they meet each other, it's like a network right away. There's a connection. Everybody in here is just, it's good energy, you mm -hmm. know? I think it's the, it's the service, it's, it's the culture that we've built in the lab. Mm -hmm. You know, everybody that's in here is in here to get better. Everybody that's in here is somebody who wants growth. So I would say it's the experience, people coming in here. Nice. I have clients that have come from all types of trainers, all types of gyms, and they all say the same thing. They're like, it just feels different in here. Mm. You know, it just feels more intimate, feels more private. Yeah, I think it's important to highlight that because it's like you have to add more value than just the yes. actual training. Correct. Because that, that right there really stood out to me. It's like everywhere you were going, people were following you. They yeah. were telling others. It was like, how you made people feel. Yeah. You know? And I tell my students this. You can have the best workouts. You can have the best nutrition plan. But the most important thing is the relationship that you build with your clients. Mm -hmm. That's the most important. So I think it was that we actually would build a relationship with each client. It wasn't just like, hey, it's a transaction. No, it's not a transaction. It's a lifestyle. You know, some of these clients that I've had from, look, I had a grand opening um, in February for the second location, and I had clients from eight years ago show up that I haven't seen in seven years. You know, it's crazy. Seven, eight years, I hadn't seen them, and they're still supporting. They're still coming out. Mm -hmm. They're still buying merch. You know, they're still responding to my posts. They're still supporting. They're still, it's a relationship. That's real. I got another question. So have you always had that drive and determination, and even when things look bleak, you just keep going? Like, where'd you get that from? How'd you develop that? Uh, sports. Sports. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Sports build adversity. Football, basketball? Were you basketball. Playing? Okay. Basketball. Basketball. And unfortunately, I did cross country because I was forced it's to. Unfortunately. Unfortunately. <laughs> that was like one of the most miserable times of my life. Definitely. But it was a requirement. Um, our basketball coach made us do that off season mm, as a requirement. Get in shape. So, but that definitely um, builds that, you know, makes you resilient. Mm -hmm. You know, it definitely makes you go through hardship and it lets you know that at the end there will be you know, light at the end. There yeah. will be an outcome, a positive outcome. But sports have definitely played a role in my mindset sure. when it comes to uh, getting through like hardships or, or getting through struggles, for sure, absolutely. So I've always been like that. Whenever, since I was younger, whenever I was going through something tough, I would push more. Mm -hmm. that's, that's a great, that's a great mentality that other people should have. If you wanna be an entrepreneur, absolutely. you're gonna get kicked in the teeth. And I love because your story was like, there was a lot of shit going wrong or at least there was some pressure where it's like, I'm not making a lot of money. I'm just grinding through it, trusting the process. Correct. A lot of people don't see the behind the scenes. They, they don't, don't see that. They don't. And then when they feel that, they're like, oh, shit, this isn't working. Maybe this is a sign that I need to switch. Yes. And I'm, me personally, I'm kind of going through something similar where, like, I got a house. I spent a whole lot of money on equipment. I'm barely making ends meet. But it just feels like this is the way to go. Like, right, it just seems right. like that's the right, the right route. This is, like, something that I tell a lot of my students and I tell a lot of trainers that are up and coming. It's it's There's going to be rough seasons there's going to be times that it feels like man this may not be for me but those are the times where you got to figure it out and you got to get creative mm -hmm. when you get creative and you're able to get through that tough time through that you know that dark time it'll show you who you really are mm -hmm. and through that you learn you know you learn what works best for you and when you find out what works best for you you really grow yeah. you know you'll grow at a much faster pace that's that's real all right, so now let's talk about the celebrities. We got the lab up and running. Let's go. How do we get these people in? So you know what the funniest part is about me attaining these celebrities was when I got my first celebrity client, I was actually in a sling. I only had one arm, right? So <laughs> What happened? The most, I ended up having shoulder surgery. Oh, okay. Right? So I ended up having shoulder surgery. Um, but the craziest part was the most pivotal time in my, in my brand or in my business in Mac Method itself was when I shifted from me being the face 
to the brand being more important, mm. right? That was the that was the biggest thing. I think it went from being about Mac to being more about the method. Mm -hmm. And the reason that that happened was when I had that injury, I had to kind of reinvent myself. I had to bring on help, mm -hmm. right? I had to bring people in to kind of help me run the keep running the lab, keep running the show. And I had my first celebrity reach out to me, which he's like my brother right now. So I love that guy, Yuli Monster. Uh, shout out to Yuli. So he hit me up and he's like, hey, look, I'm looking for a new strength and conditioning coach. Well, by the way, pro fighter, fastest knockout in the world. Um, he hits me up and he goes, hey, I want to come check out your facility. I'm looking for a new strength and conditioning coach. I go, all right, cool. At this point, I don't really know him too well. Mm -hmm. You know, I've seen him at a couple events here and there, but we've never really like, you know, linked up for a workout or anything like that. I don't yeah. really know him that well. He comes into the lab. He sees the lab. He looks around. I'm thinking he's just coming to visit, right? He comes, he looks around. He's like, bro, this is dope. This is what I need. Something private, something where I can lock in, be focused, no distractions. I like it. He goes, all right, can we start today? And I'm like, right now? He's like, yeah, bro, this is what I came for. He's like, look at me. I'm ready to go. <laughs> Sits down, ties his shoes up. I'm like, let's work. We start working, whatever. Go through a crazy workout. He loves it. You know, he's dying. He's out of breath. But he's like, this is what I need. This mm -hmm. is the push that I need. Finish the workout. Goes great. Um, right off the bat, he's like, hey, I want to train here as many times as I can. And he's like, what do you have available? And I was like, let me see what I got for you. So ended up setting up a schedule with him. And he tells me, hey, look, I got a fight coming up in four months. So we lock in. I lock in with him. We start training. Mind you, I'm in a sling. Mm -hmm. So now I had to bring on somebody to help me out, you know, with all the movements and carrying the weights, the weights and, on, yeah. and all that stuff. So I end up bringing in Chris, right, which becomes the first trainer that I bring in here other than myself. Chris ends up being one of the biggest pieces, which right now Chris is actually growing the brands at a crazy rate. Mm. Like Chris has become an amazing trainer. Chris has 20 clients under his belt right now. He's out here transforming people. So he's like know. a little Mac Jr. He's like a Mac Jr. at this <laughs> point, right? So shout out to Chris, man. Shout out to Chris. So um, at this point, I end up training Yuli four months. We go into that fight. He ends up winning that fight. Um, from there, it just takes off. You mm. know, he wins that fight. He's getting posted on Only in Dade. He's getting posted all over, you know, and he's already a big name. So his network is solid. So people start posting him. My exposure starts growing. And I get reached out by Mafio, which mm. is a huge producer, right? He produces for Pitbull, Akon, Nicky Jam, one of the biggest producers out there, which he's here in Doral. Yeah. He ends up reaching out to me, sends me a DM. Hey, I'm interested in a transformation, just like that. And I'm like, damn, I look at his page. I'm like, his followers are crazy. His network is crazy. I'm like, this is it. Yeah. You know, like, I really got a celebrity. This is crazy. So... I started training Mafia, we click right away, right? We click right away. He drops like 30 pounds like this. You know, we get him right, we get him in good shape. He's posting everywhere how he feels the best he's ever felt. His mm -hmm. health is on point. Next thing I know, next one, I get a Zoom call, Russian. Russian's another massive producer, right? Yeah, he's made stuff for Sean Paul. He's made stuff for Future, Lil Baby. He's, he's huge, right? Raul Alejandro, all these people. So he hits me up, he FaceTimes me. He's like, hey, look, I'm interested in training with you. I've heard good things about you from Mafia, this, this. Boom, I get Russian. Next thing I know, it was just like one after the other after the other. Mm. I get Yasiel Puig in here. You know, it's just like I got Justin Jefferson. I got, it was Damn. just like one after the other, right? It keeps going. I got Phantom in here. Um, I get a WWE wrestler in here. Yeah. So it just kept going, kept climbing. And then I get the mayor in here, you know, just one after the other. And <laughs> your work just starts to speak for itself. Yep. And your service finally starts to get that recognition. And 
people start talking and they start to, you know, recognize. How many years was it from when you started at that original gym, the, the all girls one, to this moment? It's been like nine years. Nine years. Wow. It's been almost nine years at this point. That's dope to see that grind. Yo, yo. Yo, we got Shane Atlanta coming in. Shane All right, so wait, what is like the difference between training like a celebrity versus training just like a regular person? Is there a difference? To be honest with you, unless it's an athlete, it's not really a difference. Mm -hmm. You know, there's there's not really a difference. I mean, everybody receives the same type of... Everybody, Peace, bro. All right, bro, I'll see you later. Yes, sir. Everybody receives the same type of service. Everybody's going to get the same level of attention, you know, so that doesn't change anything. Mm -hmm. What does change now is um, sometimes they do require a little more privacy because yeah. I've had somebody like, I'll give you an example. I was training Giancarlo Canelas, right? And he's an actor, singer. Mm -hmm. And I've had a couple girl, girls outside that see him, right? And they call a bunch of other fans. Oh, shit. And the next thing you know, we got girls with cameras coming. Can we take pictures? Can we do that? So the difference is probably the level of privacy, yeah. you know? And one thing I learned very early on was like, you don't post that celebrity until the session is way done. You right. know, like two hours later, because people will try to find the location, which pull is- Pull up. Pull up, which is another thing. Like this, this facility is not on Google. You know, like you cannot find it. People ask all the time, oh, why aren't you like every other gym that has your address in the bio and stuff like that? Because we have a level of clientele that I can't do that. Mm -hmm. You know, it'll make their their experience uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. So it the, isn't a cut. Like you see semi trucks and everything, you might think you're in like a manufacturing it. district. Yeah, yeah, you'll <laughs> never find it, right? Yeah. So the biggest thing is probably just the level of privacy. Mm -hmm. Other than that, the service is always gonna be the same. What about like personalities? Is there any like ego with them? Or like I ain't doing that <laughs> shit? Or <laughs> some of them, um, remember, they have their they have their personalities, you know, some of them are characters, you yeah. know. But uh, then again, when we're in here and we lock in, you know, they're working. Yeah. Um, you'll notice that they do have their, their traits and stuff like that. You know, everybody has their personality. That's everybody, though, you mm -hmm. know. But some, some celebrities, their personality is a little bit bigger than some people, which I've dealt with that as well. But, uh, you know, I'm not going to get into detail sure. with who. But, yeah, man, definitely sometimes there is going to be somebody who thinks that it should be done this way or done that way. But... That's just part of the environment, you mm -hmm. know? It's, imagine a lot of these people are used to getting what they want when they want. Right. They're, um, they're accommodated for all the time. So it's part of it, you know, they come in here with security guards and stuff like that. So yeah, but at the end of the day, like they, they do have a reason to feel that way. Mm -hmm. You know, they've been through certain things and I understand some of them have had some experiences which are crazy with fans, you know? I've heard of experiences of fans snipping a piece of their hair, you know, just That's to get a crazy. piece of their hair, like crazy stuff like that, you know? So I understand now why they want some of these accommodations like, yo, lock the door. Yeah. Yo, make sure the gate is closed. Yo, <laughs> I get it. You know, I get it. Yo, who's that person? Right. You know, why is there somebody outside? A little paranoid. Yeah, a little paranoid sometimes. I get it. I get it. But no, other than that, service here at the lab is a service here at the lab. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's dope. I think that's amazing. I mean, do you have any tips for anybody? Well, actually, let's not even do the tips. Let's get into the course and like the... You told me that people were hitting you up like, bro, how did you do it? Like, give me some yeah. tips. And then you said they were using shit you said and getting successful. Correct, correct. So um, I want to say around the, time that I, around the time that I bought my house, right? Mm -hmm. That's where the level of respect that people had for what I was doing climbed, mm -hmm. right? People saw like, damn, this guy bought a whole house, you know, 24 years old, doing training. So that's where people started reaching out to me. People were like, hey, I want to do what you do. How do I start? And at that time, you know, there's, there's not really anybody out here giving a course or a program on this is how you do it. Mm -hmm. I was just giving them advice that was organic. It was like, hey, look, 
I think you should go this route. I think you should try this method. You should do this, you know, promote or post this type of content, stuff like that to grow your brand. And little by little, I started doing that with three, four people. And a couple months down the road, you know, I see like, damn, this, this person has a whole clientele book. I've seen them training, you know, boot camps with 20 people in the class. You know, it's crazy. <laughs> and, and just some, you know, just two months ago, they were working at UFIT or Planet Fitness. Yeah. And I was like, damn, they have their own logo. It's crazy. <laughs> Next thing I know, I see somebody else opening their own like studio, you know, training people. And I'm like, damn, that's crazy. And then I start to look at their content on their page. I'm like, their content is exactly like my content. Their information their education, everything they're posting is the same as mine. It's like photocopy, right? Mm -hmm. But it's working for them. So I'm like, damn, you know, I've, I've just built this person a business. I'm like, I could probably monetize on this, right? Mm -hmm. And people kept asking me, hey, I have advice. Hey, you know, you, you inspire me as a trainer. You know, I'm trying to be where you're at. I'm trying to get to this level and this, 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 yada, yada. So I'm like, you know what? What if I build something where every time people ask these questions, they're already answered. So I don't have to be like writing back to them. I wasn't even charging. I was just like, I'm going to make like basically a preset of frequently asked questions that are already answered. Yeah. And I'll just send it to them. Right. And I'm like, hold on. I can monetize on this. Like I oh, could yeah. definitely make some money on this. And aside from that, it felt good to see people grow a whole business from what they were passionate about. You know, in my industry, it was dope because I know what they were going through with the doubts with, you know, the discouragement, with, um, you know, the lack of guidance, with the confusion of trying to build something in this industry, because I went through it, mm -hmm. you know, and people doubting you, like, it's not a real job, it's not right. a real career, it's not consistent, it's not stable. So I'm like, we're all on the same team. Y'all are with me. I want to help y'all win too. I want y'all to show them, like, it does work, you know? So um, I want to say... About a year later, I finally had like an eight-page PDF, and I said, you know what? I'm going to start selling a course. So I remember I posted on Instagram. Uh, stories had just like become a thing. I had posted on Instagram, hey, drop your email below. Drop your email below. I'm going to send out info for that, right? I had like 40-something people. It was crazy. ton of people. Um, some of them I had graduated school with. Mm -hmm. Some of them I met at the gym. Some of them were mutual followers, mutual friends, stuff like that. A bunch of people reached out to me. And I said, okay, man, there's a lot of people interested in this, right? So at the time, my mentorship was like 300 bucks, 400 bucks. It was nothing. Mind you, to set up a business where you can make six figures, and I'm only charging you 300 bucks, 400 bucks, right? right? That's, a, that's a steal. That's a steal, right? Obviously, you got to put in the work, and you got to put in the time. But I'm giving you the blueprint to do it. Mm -hmm. So I end up selling that, and I'm like, man, people are really buying this thing. So little by little, I start to add to it. PDF gets bigger. PDF gets you know, more in depth, I start giving them everything I'm doing for that. Now I go, okay, what if I include my actual method, you know, my nutrition plans, mm. my presets, uh, my invoices, my, the way that I run the back end of my business, mm -hmm. everything from A to Z. I go, this is, this is really a plug and play fitness business, like fitness brands, you know? Yeah. Um, so I start, I start doing this and I start pushing it harder, I start pushing it harder and I start getting feedback from some of these students like, bro, you changed my life. Like I opened an entire gym because of you. I was able to finally have a kid because I could afford a kid. Damn. Like it was crazy, That's right? Powerful. It's it's nuts. So I'm like, man, this is more rewarding than transforming people at this point because now you're transforming somebody's life by allowing them to use what you love, fitness, 
to give them a life, mm. to give them a career. You're really in the business of transforming people, either your body Correct. or your life. Career. Correct. So it's like a you're right. So it's still transformations. It's just transforming your business, your income, and transforming somebody's health. Mm. So I started doing that, and then I started realizing, like, man, there's a really big market for people who want to train but don't know how. Mm. People mm. that want to or that have already been training but their business hasn't had success because they haven't done X, Y, Z, which are simple things that you can just turn your whole business around with. So that's where I end up working with a company, right? Like an e-com business. And they basically help me maximize that business. They make me, they help me maximize that entire mentorship to a point now where it's like, okay, we have a guaranteed blueprint now. Mm. Like you touch this blueprint, you're going to have a business. It's going to happen. So now that's my, that's my main focus is growing these other these other trainers businesses is helping these other trainers have kind of that guidance or have an insight of what it takes to get to that next level you know mm. um so that's that's the biggest thing i've been pushing right now is my mentorship and bringing in clients for the trainers helping cl trainers retain clients and letting them know hey look you may have been discouraged but you may have been doing all the wrong things you know that's why you're not seeing what you'd like to see so let's go ahead and do all the right things and watch how how quickly things change for you. That's dope. And and yeah, man. I mean, I have people that have gone from five clients to twenty five clients in a matter of a month mm. by just flipping their content, flipping the way that they position themselves. Mm. So yeah, man. Man, that's so cool that you're giving back, but also you know making money off of it too. It's like you're using those years of experience, all those trials and tribulations, the tough Correct. things. Like now, people can benefit from that experience, Correct. and then of course you can benefit too because you're getting the money. What's it called? Because I love how you maximizing. Like, what is the right. the course called? So initially it was it was called the Maximize Mentorship. Yeah. Um, but now when I started working with that company, it's uh get PT clients. That's what it's called. Oh, so yeah. getptclients.com. You can jump on that and then you know, you'll see everything we offer in that program. You'll see how it's basically how it's structured, and you'll be able to see all the testimonials of everybody who's had that experience, you know, and, and changed their life through that that mm -hmm. mentorship. Where do people need to be if they've to be like, yeah, I should get started with this. Do they need to have like a couple of clients? Do they need to be in a gym? Can they be totally green? You can be on zero, right? Mm. You can be on zero, but if you have the drive to do it and you have the discipline to stay consistent with going out and trying to get those clients and sticking to the methods, it doesn't matter if you're on zero, right? Mm. I've helped clients, I've helped students from zero from scratch build up to 20 clients and i've helped people that come in with 10 build up to 30 clients mm -hmm. right it just really depends on how much work are you willing to put in that's mm -hmm. what i tell people so one of the things i i tell my students all the time is i wish i would have done more free work because it's not free you're investing time and that time is what's going to get you back those transformations and that experience which in turn is going to bring in more clients it's yeah. going to give you that reputation mm, that's really powerful one one more question how did you figure out the pricing on that? Did they, the, the, the econ people help you on that? So the econ people, they kind of see other mentors, you know, that are doing this, right? Yeah. And there's not a lot of people out there doing this right yeah. now. A lot of people are doing like the whole online programs, you know, trying to sell as many programs as they can for people to get in shape. Mm -hmm. There's not a lot of people out here who are trying to show the business end of how to help those people get in shape, mm -hmm. you know, how to help trainers get those people in shape. So they kind of go ahead and they see what other people are charging. They see what value we bring to the table. And then based on that, we're able to adjust, okay, this is the price point. Mm -hmm. And of course, more importantly, we're getting reviews and testimonials and we're literally asking these, these students that have already done the program, 
hey, how much are you making now and how much were you making before? So when you see that value of them going from, hey, I was making 1500 now I'm making ten grand. Yeah, It's like, okay, and what would you pay for this program if you had to do it all over again? Some of them, I promise you not, you can see it on the page. They'll tell you, I'll pay 100K for this. If I had 100K, I would pay 100K because it's yeah. allowed me to make 100K. Yeah. You know, so I've shown them how I went from paying, you know, uh, charging $5 an hour in my parents' garage to having these multiple six-figure businesses from my online business to my in-person to my mentorship. But it all started at $5 an hour, mm-hmm. one point less, you know, um, in my parents' garage to where I'm at now. But I went through those trials and tribulations. I know what not to do. I know mm-hmm. what to do to speed the process up for you. Mm-hmm. One thing I would encourage everybody is if you don't have a coach or a mentor or even just a course like that, invest in it because you're paying for the experience and you're paying for the years of trials and tribulations that you can easily avoid if you just give somebody a little bit of money. Invest in yourself. Correct. I have mentors. You know, I've, yeah. had, I've had multiple mentors and I tell people all the time I would do it all over again. You know, that's that to me is money always well spent. Always well spent. I've had I spent money I don't even have yet just because I know <laughs> that if I get that information, it's going to put me on a level where I, it's going to easily gonna return. come back right away. Yeah. But yeah, tell me about the tattoos. Because when I seen the tattoos, I'm like, this guy's got artwork all over. <laughs> that shit is sick. So the tats kind of like the tats are kind of my brand at this point. Right. Mm-hmm. The tats have kind of made me um, stand out and, and they are who I am. You yeah. know, my tats. They've basically, a lot of people, they know me for that, you mm-hmm. know, because like I say, there's, there's a million trainers out here, but you stand out when you have your whole body tattooed. It kind of makes sure. a difference, right? But I've always loved being different. I've always loved the artwork. And from when I was like 15, 16 years old, that's, that's when I started getting tattoos was 16 years old. Mm-hmm. I always wanted to have ink. It was just a thing I wanted. And then it's true what they say, man, once you get your first one, you, you can't stop. You know, you, you get addicted, <laughs> you can't stop. And then... The other thing is, as you start to grow and your brand starts to grow and you as a person, you grow, you know, and you realize, like, this is who I am. And mm-hmm. people accept it and people love it. And it's just you, you know, you follow it. You stick with it. Who's your art? Can we shout out your artist? So the first artist I used was, which I used for, I want to say, like, eight years, nine years. His name was Jay. Uh, mm-hmm. IG is J723. I used him for basically all my upper body, mm-hmm. basically all my upper body. Um, and then I used the other guy that I used, which he's my client right now is Chris, Chris underscore tattoo 87, right? Chris, he's done, he's done my legs. He, uh, did my neck. He did underneath my the jaw. Neck tattoos are sick. He's done, he's done that. So yeah, I've used two, two artists and I mean, yeah, man, it's just, it's been a journey. It's been a For process sure. with the tats. And how do your parents feel about your journey so far? When I started with the tats or? No, no, no. (laughs) back to the fitness. (laughs) That's two different answers. But honestly, I am wondering about that too. But first, let's talk about the gym. Uh, With the gym, I mean, they're in shock. You know, like, not at this point anymore. They're not in shock. They were in shock probably the first couple years Mm -hmm. to see, like, how real the growth is Mm -hmm. and how stable it was, which for them was, like, the biggest thing was how how is this going to, how long is this going to last? Right. But for for them to see where I've reached now and... The connections I've made, the network I've built, you know, everything I've been able to accomplish on my own, doing a lot of firsts in my family, doing a lot of first-time things in my family, they're extremely proud. That's you know, so. they're extremely proud. They're, you'll see my parents, they're always wearing my brand, you know. I love it. My dad, you see him anywhere. Like, people will send me pictures. He's wearing <laughs> Mac Method. 
so I love that. supportive. That's dope. And it's nice that they let you use that while they could. And they were like, all yeah. right. <laughs> yeah, but even yeah. that push, that makes you, that forces you to get better. It does. It does. That's awesome. So I'm grateful for them. So as we wrap up, do you have anything else you want to shout out? Any closing remarks that you want to give to people? Just want to let, I want to kind of give a piece of advice to anybody who's being doubted or anybody who's, you know, not sure if their goal is worth, you know, fighting for or worth chasing after. If you feel like that goal is truly what you want in life, there should be no other focus. There should be no other priority. You should eat, sleep, breathe that. And being obsessed is okay mm -hmm. when it comes to achieving your goal. You know, I feel like nowadays we talk about a lot, a lot about mental health, which yes, is important. But at the same time, people need to understand this getting to a certain level as an entrepreneur will require some type of sacrifice when it comes to your sanity. You mm -hmm. know, you will lack sleep, you will lack nourishment, you will lack that mental space, but it's part of the process. So trust that, you know, mm -hmm. trust that pain, trust that, that you know, when it, when it seems foggy, trust that and keep going because it's required. It's required to be ultra successful and books I've read and mentors I've had, they all tell me the same thing. Look, it may seem like it's not worth it, but it's gonna be worth it. Mm. So keep on pushing, keep on you know fighting, and you'll get there. Awesome. Sure. Thank you so much, Mac, for sharing your story, for all the, all the advice, and even just for letting me come in and, and record this. I really appreciate it. It was a pleasure, man. Last thing, where can people find you? Shout out the, the um, course and everything again. Yeah, so you can find me on IG, at Mac Method Fitness. You can uh, check out my website, getptclients.com for all those who are looking to grow their business, those who are looking to get, you know, more knowledge on how to run a successful fitness business. And um, yeah, man. Awesome. That's it. All right, Mac. Appreciate you. Yes, sir. Appreciate you, brother. Thank you.